This is Kai Stewart, reading bedtime stories for nobody. One. A desert garden in the high, rainless wastes of Nair, with winding paths edged by yellow stone. The beds are sands of all colors and textures. Sands in soft creams and chalks and lion pelt wind around sands that glow like jewels. And the sun moving across the sky casts some into shadow and others into light. So the garden changes from one hour to the next. The wind blows apart the arcs and angles. And on the return trip, a traveler finds nothing at all. Two, a garden in the sunless deeps. The beds are sown with roe and frog spawn, shark's purse and squid vine, and lined with delicate arches of bone. One by one, the eggs all hatch and turn the garden into a cemetery. Three, a garden of sparkling stones. The buds are malachite and rock quartz, lapis and limestone, their jagged edges fit together and their stamens smoothed. We all begin with inequity, and we move towards oneness. Our finest edges get ground down first. 4. A garden in a single plane of limestone. The buds are quartz and pyrite where a million used to breathe, and with a shock, they come to light. Five, a garden between two people. The buds can be sweet or bitter, large or small, vivid or drab. The longer you tend the trees, the stronger they stand against sun, frost, overwatering. Six. A garden of stars is hard to cultivate. The buds are hardy once germinated, but the seeds are hard to handle. Once sprouted, slowly, but without recourse, they drift away. Seven. A city is a kind of garden. The planners cultivate lovely houses, sturdy high-rises, patches of commerce and industry, and over time the blossoms wither or are torn out and new ones grow in their places. 8. The flower of light blooms briefly but bright. The garden has less length than duration. It leaves wispy petals on the sky. 9. A garden on Mars. Frost flowers from when the water flowed and froze, etched into the red iron dust and disturbed by no wind. After the terraforming, we erect greenhouses to protect them. 10. We, our human bodies, are full of gardens, Hidden grottoes of mingling florae, cilia and flagellae reaching and bending, the branching pathways from the centers to the fringes, the red path out, the blue path back, the gray path going both ways. We feed and cultivate our preferred blossoms 
we poison the weeds. In time, the garden grows wild and returns to the land. 11. The Berkeley Rose Garden on its hillside, with its steep walks of gray flint and its terraces of rough-faced redwood. The many blossoms are not as lovely as the trees and rooftops below them, or the thick light running down to the bay. I walked there once at night and saw the leaves flat with sodium light. Twelve. Anxiety can also be a flower, when it opens up in front of you, when it shines with urgency, when it reminds you of how fragile life is. It smells like lemon and turpentine, and the bees around it bite. The husks of petals crunch under your feet. Thirteen. Solitude, then, too, can be a garden when it's carefully curated, when its situation is beautiful or it shines out from the undergrowth. Its blossoms are fragrant and five-petaled, the blue of twilight as big as my hand. I come to crave them more as their toxicity mounts. 14. Life, then, is a garden. The buds are moments and they bloom and bloom and bloom. 15. A water garden, above, lilies and emerald duckweed, between glittering fish and waving weeds, and then bright patches of lichen on the warm brown stones. The tide changes its shape. 16. The garden of memory, met new each year. The blossoms are each sound that bends or falls or rises, each flat bookshelf of precious books and the sun through the rose windows. They stain that space. It is soaked in beauty. It colors the stones. 17. A garden of miniature trees. Oaks and sequoia perfect in every branch and needle. Miniature rivers wind between them like paths of blue sky. Squirrel's nose at pinhead acorns in confusion. 18. A painted garden, unseen. Petals curl and leaves whirl under your fingers, and the paper they're painted on is cool and smooth. A hundred years of fingers would eat away the paint, but until then, put they stay. 19. Cat garden. Garden of cats. Wonderful to see and touch. Very bad for allergies. 20. A little patch of dirt behind the house where you decided to grow daffodils. You weren't sure they would come up at all, but the clerk at the hardware store said daffodils are survivors. Every day, you watch for the first finger of life. 21. A garden of weeds. You wander along the deer trails, noticing how the clusters of foxtail twist and sway. In the summer it's golden, and in spring, green. 22. A concrete garden. The slabs shatter into sprays and rosettes, and in time, 
that push forth leaves. 23. A carpet garden. Vines and tendrils wind among the cabbage roses, and spring is a steam cleaner. 24. A short film of a garden in rural Georgia. There are no peach trees. That's a false cognate. A warm breeze trembles the rose leaves. 25. A garden of teeth shines against the red soil. Clusters of milk teeth and blousy incisors, workaday molars in gold and ivory and pearl fold around thirsty throats. Some petals fade, some only scatter. 26. A Garden of Glass Not the one in the lives of Loch Lamora, the one in the museum in Boston. Everything looks so soft you could almost touch it. And in the back, the flowers in the bouquet look as fresh as they did in 1886. 27. A garden of glass, but not the one at the museum in Boston. Tumbled together, a year's worth of colored petals and stamens pushing up into a clear dome. Pick out blossom after blossom to give to friends. 28. A garden with glass. It can be hard to tell which are the bright petals and which are curling sculpture. The flowers fade faster, but the glass breaks for keeps. 29. Good gardeners think about the arrangement of beds. Every bed should be a fresh pleasure, and every fresh sight should nourish a new hunger. The sound of air moving in a bus depot is beautiful after listening to songs that gave you courage. 30. A garden of regret, of course. A place where you can lay out all of your failings and poor choices and watch them glow prettily in the light. Water them carefully, weed them assiduously, and they'll grow and grow and grow. 31. A candy garden. You know this one. Licorice curling up the trellises, gumdrops peeping out from under fruit leather leaves, a flock of peeps stuck to the lawn. And after a rain, everything is pale, muddy, and undifferentiated. 32. A red garden. Every shade of red, roses, poinsettia, Fuchsia, pomegranate, poppies, maples, plum, those orangey-red little succulents, Indian paintbrush, impatience, mimosa, fire trucks, red-hot streetlights, pens, apples, popcorn poppers, hens and roosters, right hands, lips, party dresses, communism, crosses, bricks, stop signs, newspapers. In the spring, the stoplight turns green. 33. A white garden. Cherry blossoms and lilies bend under a weight of snow. In the spring, it withers. What? What is it? 34. A yellow garden. The sun spreads over everything, thick as butter, dripping and pooling and running down stems. At night, it changes places with a gray garden. 
35. A garden at night. You grope through trees with trunks thick, thin, pebbled, smooth, gnarled, scabbed, striated, papery, until you hear the smooth pebbles of the path slipping away from your feet. To your left, the scent of jasmine blossoms and sap from a freshly broken stem. To your right, the sorceress of leaves in the wind. 36. An entomological garden. Things are planted with an eye towards how well insects like them, and insects bloom on each leaf and stem, red and gold, black and green, their wings opening in the sunlight. In winter, their seed pods crunch underfoot. Oh, come up. Come on. Yeah.